1999. I know someone who will agree with that. Van Badham, look, this article by the former New South Wales Liberal Minister Prue Goward, which portrayed lower socioeconomic Australians as dysfunctional and lazy proles, has been condemned as disturbing, abusive and obviously inaccurate by anti-poverty advocates. The opinion piece in the Finn Review by the former New South Wales Families Minister argues there is a, quote, underclass of Australians who are, quote, appalling housekeepers and neglectful parents and almost entirely lacking in discipline. Jesus, uh, forget about the silver spoon stuck in her mouth. It's so far up her backside, it's not funny. Uh, good morning, Van. Oh, Marcus, this my woman. God. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how I reacted to this yesterday? Uh, look, she probably sat there in her mansion, which has been paid for after, you know, sucking all the tea to the taxpayer for most of her professional life in her little office there in St Ives with the birds chirping and the maid just cleaning up behind her. What a stupid woman. Oh, uh, I just, I was embarrassed for her. I was ashamed to be in the same profession as her. I just stared at this piece and was like, did she actually use the word proles? Like, is this is this a word we're, we're using in commentary now? And I just want everybody to be very aware about the, the use of the word proles in this context. She even admits it in the article. She throws in all these references to George Orwell. A reminder, Prue, by the way, that this person who you think backs up your argument was a lifelong democratic socialist, actually took up arms to shoot fascists in Spain during the, the Spanish Civil War with a socialist militia, just so you know, yeah. not your ideological kid, as you would know if, if you had uh, spent any time in the uh, political world of his books. Yeah. But there's a really famous quote from George Orwell in the book 1984, yep. where one of the characters says, the proles are animals. Mm. Now, it's not acceptable to call to call uh, people who are working class or people who are on welfare animals anymore. No, that's not. That's well, it's never not okay. been acceptable. Never so ever been acceptable. So she's subbed in the word proles, and it's just such a nod and a wink. Like you know what I'd call these people if if I could. But those woke leftists like Marcus Paul oh, and Ben Batham and their friends yeah. going around saying you've got to show human beings dignity and respect. So, and that's, I mean, that's the tone this thing is written in. I was just so angry, Marcus. Mm. Like, you know, I went to state school, and I'm really proud to have gone to state school. You know, Same. when I was growing up, my dad was out of work for time, and it was really hard. Yeah. And if you've been in that situation, you know how hard it is to keep a family together, to keep a household together and everything else. But we persisted because in my family, you know, we went through times where we didn't have money and we didn't have opportunities, but we had a lot of love. And for her to write these things about, you know, laziness and dysfunction in these people, and if only, if only the power of these proles could be harnessed. Oh, yes. Know, 
Yes, oh, let's round them oh, all up and get them to fill uh-huh. the sacks of sugar. I mean, the, the piece has been described as uh, as just appalling. Um, today's opinion piece by Prue Goward explains why she didn't do much to end the homelessness of the underclass when she was community services minister. She can't see the points. They fascinate her and she doesn't think anyone or anything can change. It's a deeply troubling attitude, uh, that from Felicity Reynolds. Uh, and even Rose Jackson goes on to say they are damaged, lacking in trust and discipline and highly self-interested. No former New South Wales government minister, Prue Goward, isn't talking about politicians. It turns out this is what Liberals really think about the poor. Oh, this is true. This is absolutely true. You know, the, the mask has fallen down. They're saying the words in public. They're making the illusion they think they're the only people who are well-read enough to understand. Well, here's some news, lady. I studied George Orwell at high school. I know exactly what you're doing. Yes, even at Port Hacking High School, Miranda, we were allowed near the books from time to time. And amazing. <laughs> the proles you think our animals are able to read. What a shock. Yeah. Oh, I was just... She compares... Um, she compares, by the way, the vast swathe of Australians. Like, she doesn't really make a lot of distinctions um, between, you know, this unwashed mass of proles that she describes. She describes us as weasels. Weasels, as, that's right. Yeah. As weasels, as, yeah. you know, a little furry animal. Well, let me tell you something else, Prue. The thing about a weasel, you know, it attacks if provoked. Very true. Look, whether it's opinion or not, it is abuse against some of the most vulnerable people in our community, uh, you know, and that is uh, that you shouldn't underestimate the power and capacity of people who are living in poverty deeply and forced to live that way by the government to be resourceful to get through and survive in the disgusting circumstances we're forced into. Uh, I mean, look, she is a former member for Goulburn. She's, uh, as I mentioned before, and my earlier caller said she's held a number of portfolios, which, to be perfectly honest, really should paint uh, a picture of somebody who at least has an understanding of perhaps those that are a little less off. I mean... And, and what she's basically doing at the moment is she's saying that, um, you know, uh, the, those who are, uh, I guess, close to the poverty line should be harnessed to, to fill the positions of, of unskilled workers that we're not importing into Australia. I mean, that's where I think this is coming from at the moment. Uh, it's a call to arms for, for big business to take advantage of those who are desperate, obviously, to make ends meet. Oh, it's just... It's shocking, and it is it's this whole language of, but we have these pores that we could be exploiting, darling. That's what we could do, and it would be so noble and justified for us to do for us to do that. You know, in part of this article, she refers to as a shopkeeper's daughter. I rather like the pause. Like, actually uses the phrase as a shopkeeper's daughter, which is another <laughs> nod in the wind, because that was Margaret Thatcher's background as well. And we all know what Margaret Thatcher did to, you know, the proles in the UK, years of unrelenting misery and economic system that is still totally, totally gutting people's lives, depriving yeah. people of hope. And this, it's just, it, it's so revealing that she thinks that this is an appropriate way to speak about people. And then you, you look at all the opportunities and privileges she's had in her life. She was a cabinet minister in you know, New South Wales Liberal Government. She set policy. And by the way, the policy 
she said, has a body count. This is a person who shot down uh, refugees for women fleeing domestic refugees. violence. Refugees, yeah, absolutely. And put some of the most genuinely vulnerable people in the state of New South Wales into these sort of compromised, amalgamated services that were dangerous. Yeah. You know, she's now got a. Um, a position at Western Sydney University in social policy of all things, like the social policy of being just an unmitigated, cruel, up yourself clown. Like, it is embarrassing for Western Sydney University. I thought they were better than this. I even thought, in some kind of strange, paranoid delusion I was obviously having because I'm such an uneducated, you know, state school mess, that even the AFR was better than this. She but does. They at least had yeah. a bit of sophistication to the hate. But no, this newspaper yeah. that they presume we probably cannot read decided yeah. to jump on this bash the poor bandwagon. And it's all justified with, oh, but I like them. I find them terribly fascinating. <laughs> I'm like a zoologist out in society, darling, watching the great unwashed as they trudge through the, the dirty pamphlets of life. Like, my God, my God. Well, you can just imagine how it's going down out there at the University of Western Sydney's Kingswood campus. Uh, Kingswood being one of, uh, I guess, the um, areas that are socioeconomically a little less off. Uh, and that's what I don't understand. You're right. The University of Western Sydney should have known better. Uh, David Shoebridge has been in touch. He says he first saw uh, how Goward, when she was Minister for Child Protection, pushed through laws that made it easier to permanently remove children. Uh, David says, Marcus, I saw how those laws have disproportionately impacted on vulnerable families, especially Aboriginal families. He says that this is a rare insight into the inner sanctum of the Liberal Party and how they see the world divided between those who rule and those who work for them. Yes, exactly. You know, really, there's this whole plea that we go back to the era of master and servant and that just absolutely just leaks through this disgusting piece. She called us weasels. You know, there was a comment that I'm not going to publicly endorse, but I will repeat that was on Twitter yesterday where somebody said, you know, I feel really justified in the investment I've made in guillotine futures. And I was like, yeah, I can smell cake on the breeze. I think I might get my knitting out. Hey, pro, they let us read books. Imagine, even at state school. Love it. All right, Van, uh, I love how you don't hold back, and I agree with you entirely. Uh, absolutely. Prue Goward needs to check a privilege and just understand that, you know, it is from hardworking people that she's been afforded the... And I'm not saying Prue hasn't worked hard, but she has certainly sucked on the, the public teat for a long, long time. Most of her professional life, as you say, she's been quite privileged. She's been given wonderful opportunities, and it's like she's throwing it back in uh, the face of people who have afforded her these opportunities opportunities she should have damn well known better oh western sydney you have to actually take a stand here are you a university for western sydney and the incredible diversity of people who live there who should be treated with respect and dignity or are you going to continue to have your name as university university besmirched by by the reputation of this well woman? make a decision all right before i i finish you get to go home this weekend? Is that right? Oh, look, it's it's still tricky because mm-hmm. 
At the moment, there are quarantine regulations that make it really difficult. If I go to Victoria and I come I come back to New South Wales, uh. there's a quarantine period. But we're working on it. We we were on um, the various travel websites yesterday. Go, can we do it? Yeah. And the idea that I could go home and see my baby. Oh, yeah. Marcus, let me tell you, I don't even <laughs> want to believe it. Like it's been so long since I've seen my partner. I don't want to get my hopes up, but. Oh, my God. It will just be the happiest day of my life. All right. Well, um, I've got my fingers, toes, and everything crossed because I know uh, (laughs) you've missed Ben for how long now? How long has it been since you've seen him? Oh, like a million billion years. It's been over four months, and it's been so hard. And I know other people have it harder, and I just want to thank everybody who got vaccinated. Like, it's the vaccination rates that will get everybody through this. It's the vaccination rates which means that we are actually talking about being, being able to see one another. So a big smoochy kiss and thank you, thank you, thank you to yeah. everybody who, you know, to all the people who, by the way, have a very legitimate fear of needles. Like, And I get that. Yeah. And I understand that no, like people who are scared of needles do not want to go in and get them. Like that's, that's totally normal. That's totally fine. Yep. But people toughened up and they did it and they did it for the sake of their communities and they did it for the sake of Australia and them doing that means that I will get to see my partner again. So thank you every person who did that. All right, talk soon. Thank you, Van. All right, take care, darling. From The Guardian, Van Batam. And uh, look, I'll finish this by playing uh, some comments made yesterday by Rose Jackson. She writes, former New South Wales Government Minister Prue Goward today said that poor people are damaged, lacking in trust and discipline and highly self-interested. She called them an underclass and proles. P-R-O-L-E-S. Look, I guess I'm glad the Libs are saying what they really think out loud, says... Rose Jackson, she didn't hold back, a little like Van. Comments um, made today by the former Minister Prue Goward in the Australian Financial Review. And let's just remind ourselves, in case people don't recall uh, who Prue Goward is. She was a member of the government for over 10 years, a member for Goulburn. She was a minister from 2011 to 2019. So quite a long service as a minister. Women, community services, mental health, housing. She was, in fact, recently handpicked by the former Premier, Gladys Berejiklian, to conduct an internal review into standards of behaviour, bullying and harassment amongst ministerial staff. So that's her record. And let's remind ourselves why the question um, from the Leader of the Opposition was asked today. And it was because she's written an article, the headline of which is why you shouldn't underestimate the underclass. Quote, they are damaged, lacking in trust and discipline and highly self-interested. And no, she's not referring to politicians or members in this chamber. She's referring to, quote, the poor, who are still a force that needs to be properly harnessed. No, they're not livestock. These are our fellow citizens, some of the most vulnerable people in this state, considering the stature that someone like Prue Goward has, her close connection to many members of the government and the things that she has said today. I actually have no problem with the AFR publishing this offensive article, offensive as it is. I actually would prefer that people like Prue Goward say the quiet bit out loud. Put it out there. Tell us what you really think. It's useful to know that this is the attitude that permeates senior members 
of this government. She repeatedly uses terms like the proles and the underclass. She says people have to take responsibility for their own lives. And look, I agree with that. People do have to take responsibility. They also have to take responsibility to pay their taxes. There is a massive group in our increasingly unequal society who get money and do no work. It's the obscenely rich who are benefiting from intergenerational wealth transfer. This government needs to be a lot harder in cracking down on this kind of disgusting and unhelpful attitude. Wow, how impressive is Rose Jackson. She's brilliant and she nails it.